This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show, and he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. It's the Jeremiah Show and Evolve Entertainment. Featuring It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. Mike Gormley presents Music Icons, The Arwen Lewis Show, and The Angel Baby Show. Welcome to The Jeremiah Show. Uh, I am so excited for our guests today. They are joining us, I believe. I'm going to double check this right now on air from Nashville, Tennessee. Is that yes, guys? Yep. That's correct. Got a big thumbs up on that one. Nashville, Tennessee. What's the, what's the slogan for Nashville? Is it the music capital of the world or something like that? Music City. Music yeah, City. Music City, USA. Or, or yeah. the truckers call it the, the guitar, the guitar town. Which... <laughs> the guitar town. Nashville, Tennessee. I love it. We've had a lot of guests on from Nashville lately and, and the, bringing us some good music. I want to tell you a little bit about how our guest came to be on this show today. And I'm going to say it one more time. I'm so happy that they are here and that I discovered their music. And that's 100% genuine and enthusiastic. I just love the music and wait until we get... You're going to have to wait a little bit. We're going we're gonna to talk a minute here before we get to the music. But we're playing seven hand-picked songs from the Mighty Trainwrecks. Yes, uh, the Mighty Trainwrecks. They're our guests today. But uh, so here's... So I'm doing a show last week or maybe two weeks ago, and Mike Williams, remember Mike in the morning, everybody out there? We're on the morning show now. We replace Mike, and if you'd, if you'd prefer that Mike was back, just don't let me know. Just don't tell me. I get my, I get my feelings hurt easily. <laughs> but Mike walks in the studio, and he pops in, and he says, Hey, I got, I got somebody you got to meet. I got a, a band that came on my show. And uh, and I got a gentleman by the name of Chris, and uh, he is just amazing. Plays a harmonica, and he says, he says, here's his story. Basically, he plays harmonica, drives a big rig truck from state to state, and plays music in between. And I don't know, it was something about the way that he set that up for me. I just thought. Oh, that sounds so cool. That sounds like a cool movie and uh, even cooler life. And I'm like, I'm I'm in. Let's let's do it. So this little band, they're out of Nashville, Tennessee. Um the harmonica, um, playing a mean harmonica is an understatement, Mike. It's uh it's amazing the harmonica in your music and all the instruments. It's just I don't know. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I'm I'm, I'm gushing here. <laughs> so after I received uh, after I received the mighty train wrecks music, and I played the first song, which was Wild Ride, a big smile crept across my face, and the smile never faded as I went to the next track, Wreck on a Lonesome Highway. And before I knew it, I had listened to all of the music ending with Heart and Soul, which we're going to play for you in its entirety as a debut on The Jeremiah Show at the end, uninterrupted and in its entirety. And after that last note hung there, 
and then slowly dissipated into the air, I wondered how I'd ever not heard of the mighty train wrecks before. What else have I been missing? I had that panicked anxiety feeling that I am missing things in life and music. And at the same time, I became a little wistful. There is simply not enough time to appreciate everything, to hear all of the stories and to meet all the fascinating souls on this earth, listen to every music note arrangement, smell or taste all of life. And that's how their music made me feel. But it also made me very, very happy. So I'm not going to waste another minute of your time or mine. Welcome, the Mighty Train Wrecks, Eddie Paul and Chris Freight Train Floyd. Hello. Hello, everybody. How's it going? So how did you two meet? Well, we, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I had I just gotten so. into trying to do some songwriting and uh, was trying to meet some people. And I got on Facebook and found out about a house party that was happening. So I didn't know a soul. So I just uh, took my chances and went. And uh, he's a brave man. Yes, I was going to say you. You found a party on Facebook, and you you knew nobody in town, and you I just knew showed up. Nobody, but I knew there was going to be some songwriters and some music. So I, I went, and uh, that's where I bumped into this guy. And we uh, we got to talking and, and playing together a little bit and, and just hit it off. Well, let me let me just give a little more detail. So he was over there at this party with this this lady I was working with who was crazier than a bed bug. And uh, <laughs> anyway, he liked he liked what I was doing. He invited me over to his sort of farm, really, up in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we and he had a big bonfire up there. And it was like the wind was howling the whole time. It like it was cold as crap. And so we hit it off. I also met some other musicians at his, and I started playing in this gal's band, Jenny Casey. And then I just kept running into him and we found that our voices sounded good together. And I liked his songwriting and uh, I guess he liked mine. We probably liked the harmonica playing a little more at the time. And and so it was sort of a, a happy accident, really, like Bob Ross says. It was yeah. just one of them crazy things. I With think that's parties where it all started. Yes, absolutely. That's how it all started at a at a Facebook party by a, by a lady that's crazier than a bed bug at a <laughs> at a cold <laughs> windy we won't farmhouse. Any names. Uh, you guys are storytellers, but I, let me. Now I'm just thinking about this. You're at a party together. You don't know each other. What's that first? Like, what do you think of each other? Have you guys ever said that? Like, what did you think about? Uh, Eddie, what do you think about Chris and vice versa? What's your, your first impressions? Well, you know, we, we Be honest. said hello and what have <laughs> you, but uh, when somebody started doing one of their songs and he started playing, that's when my radar went up okay. because the harmonica that he plays is so genuinely great uh, and, and he's good at what he does. And that just stuck out and I thought, I've got to know a little bit more here and you know, see what I can find out about this guy. On my end, he came walking up to me. I believe he, you weren't wearing any coveralls, but you looked like you were like you are a farmer, basically. Well, I wouldn't. You, you had your you had your Carhartts on, I believe, of some kind, maybe a Carhartt jacket. <laughs> I had a Carhartt yeah, jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, look at this old country boy coming up in here, <laughs> and uh, and 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 of course, you know, I've I've 
I grew up in Washington, D.C., but I've, I've always hung out in the country and, you know, West Virginia. And anyway, so I, I, I just appreciated that he appreciated what I was doing. I was singing harmony vocals and playing harmonica for this gal who was really super talented. But the, this house party she did, she was going to make all kinds of money, and we didn't make but about $5.65 for the three of us to split three ways. So. <laughs> well, but, but look what came out of it. Right. You know, you, you didn't make the money, but you made the, the gold in the relationship was right there that she struck gold with the two the two of you. You guys make beautiful music together. Uh, what happens next? Wow. Uh, we'd love to be on the Ryman stage one of these days. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's what we'd love to do. We're, we're just, uh, this album that we're doing, uh, well, he and I have funded it with our own money. We've not had the backing of anybody. Mm. Uh, so we've, we've paid for this. And it's ourselves. not cheap. <laughs> we paid for this ourselves, And uh, we would just like to get our music out there uh, for people to hear. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully they would appreciate it and want to hear more of it and try to help propel us to another level. Yeah. I feel the same way. I mean, you know, Eddie and I have been doing music now, you know, between the two of us for 40 years and, you know, uh, you know, bef before and after that party. And we've, we've, you know, we've worked really hard, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, we just, we just want to entertain folks and, uh, you know, and, and, and I think when we play like your reaction, thank you so much for your kind words. You know, you saying that this made you smile, made you happy. And we generally, we play out, that's the reaction we get. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. I mean, we, we, we give sometimes our time free a lot to play music, to help folks and things like that. And, and we certainly want to, would love to make a living at it in some kind of, in some kind of form or function. But, uh, that's what we want. We just, you know, we, and, and we don't care if it's five people or 500, right. we're going to play our hearts out. Right. We always yeah. have. Well, it's incredible to me that you said you've self-funded this album and you, have self-funded the music and the, I mean, the production, it's top. Not like I felt like you guys had been recording artists. Like I, and I, I admitted in the beginning, I didn't, I hadn't heard from about you before I heard your music, but it feels like you've been recording together for years and it feels like it's a full, you know, you've got the best, very best engineers and producers on this album. It's really, really good. It's, it's a lot. And then it is a lot of fun. Like you're having fun, aren't you? Yeah. Well, you know, we self-produced it and it's our second record and Eddie's no stranger to the studio. And I've been in and out of the studio since 1986. Eddie's done three or four of his own solo records over the last 10 or last 10, years. 10 years or so. And, and, and we also, so we, we really produced Eddie and I produced this. We had a lot of production assistance from a guy named Andy Peak who played drums on a few of the songs and he's been, you know, he's played with everybody from uh, Don Williams and Tanya Tucker. And so, you know, I've been in Nashville since 1989. Eddie's grew up here all his life. And we know really talented people that are, you know, like John Cowan from Newgrass Revival plays with the Doobie Brothers now, plays bass on two of the songs and plays bass on one of the songs and sings on two of them. Yeah. So we're just blessed. Over the years, we just made connections, you know? Well, uh, so the first album was 2019, right? Born at Bobby's? Yes. yes. Okay, yes. and then what's the name of this album? 
Wild Ride. Wild Ride. Okay, so that's and that's actually the first song we're going out with too. I love that. That was the first. That was the first song that I heard uh, by by the two of you. Um, you know, Wild Ride is indicative of how you know. You know, we've been through a lot as a band. I mean, we started actually becoming a band. In two, I met him in 2012, and we did a lot of stuff, just him and I, for years. But then we started the band in late 2014. And, man, we have really grinded it out and been through ups and downs and fought like cats and dogs and, you know, had more fun. Than, but, I mean, it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> It has uh, between the two of you, you guys had a lot of ups and downs. Some, yes, I think because you, to make great music, there's got to be. Well, uh, go ahead. This album, you know, this Wild Ride album, it it didn't come easy. I mean, because you know, both of us have our own way of thinking about how mm-hmm. we want things to go, and and you have to give and take in a relationship anyway. So we, uh, it, it wasn't a lot of a lot of. It, Fighting, well, yeah, arguing, yeah, it's yeah. just a lot of pounding and grinding to get the right sound we wanted. It with the, make sure with the occasional fighting and arguing. <laughs> well, but, I'm interested in that if you guys don't mind talking about it a little bit because I think what's come out of it is this really great album and some really great music um, for off your first album as well. I mean, you guys obviously produce great stuff together. And I really can't, well, the listener's taking my word for it right now, but I can't wait to premiere and play it for them well, so they, they can get an idea. Can you tell though, like, because that, that's interesting. I don't think many bandmates, I think that you do fight. You're like a family, right? You're like, there's going to be conflict, but what's coming out of it is something really great. And so can, can you give me an example of something well, that- let me, just, let me just say this. Fought right, over? So- any any great band has con- has some amount of conflict in it. I don't, you know, you can just look back at the Rolling Stones mm-hmm. or the Grateful Dead or the Who or or whoever, or even any kind of country artists. Unless you're your own artist, like you know Merle Haggard, and you hired everybody and you tell them what to do, you have to cooperate. And Eddie and I both have big ears, and we both love a lot of the same kind of music. But if you're not, if there's not some push and pull in a project. You're not putting out good music. It's not going to be good. Uh, I, I think there has to be some amount of tension there uh, to keep everybody up to a certain level of uh, the product, getting the product that you want. I, I just think there's something to that. Can you give me an example of um, what I was going to say earlier? Is like maybe, something maybe you guys. Well, the, maybe well, we should plead well, the fifth on that. Well, <laughs> well I mean, I, well, but something that re- that resulted in wow, that came out. I didn't. Well, we I didn't trust you. I didn't like that. But here, we we compromised together, and you know, give us an example of something that came okay, out. Here we really, go. And I don't remember what song it was. We were in the studio one night back in the spring working. Here we go. Spring, and uh, I was doing what I, you know, the way I was wanting to do a certain song, and Chris was wanting to try something else, and. I threw up a wall there a little bit when he came back and we kind of pushed and bumped heads and it got to the point that I walked out. I said, and just walked outside and had to get away for a little bit. Took a breath, came back. Uh, we apologized to each other for things said or things thought and, and focused our attention back on what we were there for and pushed forward. And I think, Doing that, it just led to a good outcome, and I, I don't remember what the song was. Well, now, which I one I'm working I don't on? Either. Uh, 
you, you know, it's it's really we don't we generally get along. Oh yeah, ninety percent of the time. But you know, the studio was a whole really was a two year process, and we had to fire our guitar player to get it done. So that's there's a lot of extraneous stuff that's the wild ride. It's not so much in the studio. And so and then we're working full-time jobs. I actually don't truck state from to state. I'm the most full truck driver you'll ever see, but, but, but I'm home every night. So we would work, you know, all day, all day and then end up in the studio for another two or three hours, once or twice a week for a whole year. So sometimes we were just tired. That day was probably a day that we were a little more exhausted than normal. And Eddie and I are both type A personalities. So there's always going to be a little friction there. But overall, we get along really well. But, but you know, there's always you got there, there can be friction in the studio for sure. Just just because you're trying to each side wants yeah. to. But it can be your friend. If yeah. You yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it turned out to be your friend as a listener here. I, that's why I, that's why I asked the question. I don't mean to bring up bad past fights or anything like that between you or disagreements it, because it turned out to be to be this thing. When I hear it, it's it's uh, symbiotic. It's happy. It's in sync. It's it's like you guys have been playing together for your whole lives. And um, what come what, what the listener grabs from it is. A feeling of you know first uh, storytelling, but also you're feeling good. I'm, I keep saying that, but you, I, I can't say enough that it's music that makes me feel good. And let's back up a little bit because I know that I probably idealize that what Mike Williams said to be about you being a trucker and driving. I'm just imagining. I'm sure I took it and I, Chris and I, and I took it to this whole different level in oh, my no, mind. It's, it's of, good. You know, it's, you know, that's normal. <laughs> music and truck stops and you know long hauls and all that. So what do you what do you both do for a living? Because and that's another interesting thing to me is that you've got a you've got this dream. You're good at what you both do in this music world. But you got to pay the bills too, right? So there's always that. I mean, we're can I not, say one quick thing though? Be, it's your show. You can say whatever ready. you want. <laughs> Thank you for your patience, Jeremiah. You're awesome, by the way. We really so appreciate <laughs> yeah, you. A lot. Uh, you know, and Mike Williams, Hobo Shoestring. That's all the reason why this all developed. But but I think what's important for listeners to know is that Eddie and I are fans of each other's songwriting mm-hmm. first and foremost. And fans of each other, you know, Eddie is a really solid, great guitar player, solid rhythm, you know, sings great. You know, we sing harmonies with each other. We blend. So so we're fans. Ultimately, just besides being friends, I think we've always been fans of each other's music. You know, like like Eddie's more on the country side of things, but he loves rock and roll and blues. I, I love rock and roll and, and, and blues, but I'm also really into country. I played bluegrass, so we like each other's kind of music. And so we come from different perspectives. My music's a little over here and his is a little over there. But uh, but we're fans of each other. How would you describe the music, your music, as that all comes together? Americana, Americana I guess, is how I would say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, you know, which is an umbrella for everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. blues, country, and rock, you know, these days. Uh, I mean, the you know, Little Feet would be considered an Americana band. Uh, you know, Almond Brothers. They, they Greg Almond, you know, was a, an icon artist in the Americana Music Awards. So it's that if you listen to the band, you remember like up on Cripple yeah, Creek. Yeah, yeah. They're they're the perfect example of an Americana band, although they were considered you know rock. You know, you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, um, and it's 
again, I, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm overusing this now, but but when you, there isn't a lot of music that you, I listen to that I come across these days that really makes me f- um, feel that Americana, feel that, going, oh yeah, we are this together, right? With all the separation and the um, and, and whatever side everybody chooses these days, well, it comes back together when you're listening to your music. It's like we are this great country. We are this. Uh, we are these great people with different ideas and different, you know, music tastes to anything else. And and a feel it comes together. It comes together, and you feel good. <laughs> uh, we got to take a break. I, I want to say with too. I can say with a sense of pride that I'm happy with what we put out and and i think we have a different sound than you're probably going to run into i want to see you out here on the west coast i want to see i want to go see you actually <laughs> we, we, would, we would love we to would, come we, we put on a hell of a show jeremiah i'm gonna tell you yeah i bet you do i mean i can hear it you know you know how they say you can hear a smile you know when you're talking uh, you know to, on the phone or in, in, on the radio well you can hear the smiles and the and the and the good times coming from your band, you know, I can hear it in the music. It's there. It's got a, it's got a life and a spirit of its own. It's, it's big, it's big sound. And, and we're about to play it. We got to take a break, but I wanted to get real quickly before we do that. Well, actually let's do it on the other side. We'll do it on the side of the break. And um, just so you have time to answer the questions and uh, we'll be right back. We've got uh, in Nashville, Tennessee today, the mighty train wrecks, um, two very special guests, Eddie Paul and Chris, the freight train Floyd. Got to figure out why you got that name, <laughs> Chris, when we come back. Uh, in the meantime, during the break, you're going to listen to some music by um, the mighty train wrecks, and we're going to take you out with Wild Ride. This is the first song that I heard by the mighty train wrecks. Um, and I'm, so I decided to put it in first because I think you're going to love it. It's a great, great representation of uh, this big band with two guys here uh, on the show. The Jeremiah Show, you're listening to uh, The Mighty Train Wrecks. You can find them on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, Mighty Train Wrecks. The new single is Heart and Soul. We're going to play it in its entirety at the end of the show. But in the meantime, again, enjoy the wild ride. I've been kicking these country back roads Through the honeysuckle and the wild rose On the misty midnight air Got me wishing she was there Back in a place and a time not long ago Just me and her and the radio Down on Hurricane Creek We were feeling more than the summertime heat That was one wild ride we took together In my beat up Chevy truck I'll probably keep forever But I can still see her there Riding shotgun through the moonshine of September sun Now it seems more like a dream Even though it's been a while I still can't hide This crazy kind of smile When I think about That wild ride We 
My name is Emily Halpern. I have a new single out. It's called Hey Buddy, and it's about a relationship from my past where I often felt like I knew where things stood between the two of us and then found out maybe I didn't. Uh, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Like to watch? Subscribe to The Jeremiah Show on YouTube. Austin, heading down to Houston, hoping baby I'll forget you someday, but my heart's still shattered, I ain't over you yet, feel like a wreck on a lonesome highway, thought we were getting somewhere, your goodbye came out of nowhere, like a sideswipe from an overloaded semi. And girl, I'm as broke down as a broken man can get Feel like a wreck on a lonesome highway Yeah, the wind across the barbed wire sure makes a lonesome sound With the pieces of our happy life scattered all around I had my taste of heaven, but you left me hell to pay Feel like a wreck on a lonesome highway Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. The Mighty Trainwrecks are with us here today, all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. And we're listening to Wreck on a Lonesome Highway. God, I, I gotta ask. I mean, I hate to have people explain their songs, but is there a story behind the Wreck on a Lonesome Highway? Um, well, we almost called the record Feel Like a Wreck, but we thought Wild Ride was, was a better title. <laughs> You know, there's there's a lot of stories, I think, behind the other song. This one really was a friend of mine, uh, a friend of, friend of Eddie's too, John Robin, had that song. And he's he's written, had some cuts with, with some country artists in, in the day. And he's a great songwriter. And he just invited me to help him finish the song. So he had a lot of the song. Uh, he kind of had the hook and a lot of the chorus done. And he invited me because I am a storyteller, like you, were, you know, Eddie and I both are, um, to kind of flesh out. Um, and it's just to me, it's a, it's an old kind of country rockabilly thing, and mm-hmm. it's it harks back a little bit to maybe that Bakersfield. I mean, we don't we didn't make it sound like a Bakersfield kind of you know era, you know Buck Owens kind of song, but to me, it's got that the, the way the the lyrics are written, it's got that spirit in it. And uh, I mean, who has and, and I can say that even as a band with all the different band members that we've gone through and, you know, all of that. And, and, and sometimes we have felt like a wreck on a lonesome highway. You know? <laughs> it's a nice, nice uh, description of the song. Um, by the way, you're listening. That was Chris Freight Train Floyd and Eddie Paul, his bandmate, joins him uh you can see if you'd like to check out the YouTube video. These guys are uh, hanging out. They got the hats. Everybody's got a hat on here, in, except for me on this show right now. I'm feeling a little hat envy. I want to. Engineer ask, even has a hat. Yeah, he does. He does. Doctor D's always got that his hat. Uh, Eddie, I want to ask Eddie why Chris is called the Freight, freight Train Floyd. <laughs> Chris Freight Train Floyd is that nickname given to you by given to him by you or? <laughs> It, it wasn't given by me, but I, I just, uh, I take it just by the way he plays the harmonica. Okay. 
Uh, that, that, I think that's where it came from, was his harmonica playing and, and, and that freight train horn sound, mm. whistle sound. Mm. That's, that's even better. That's a better uh, answer than I anticipated. That's, that's, pretty, <laughs> that's pretty darn close. I mean, there is a, a story behind it. I don't know if it's fit to tell. If you, I'll tell it. Tell it. But first of all, every, every good blues musician, I really started out as a bluegrass harmonica player, but I've always been into blues before that. And, and anyway, without getting too wordy, um, when I was, so every, every musician or especially blues musician or jazz musician needs a good nickname. So you got blind lemon Jefferson, you got lead belly, you got muddy waters, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So when I came to Nashville, I really just thought I need to have a nickname. So I gave it to myself, to be honest with y'all. It's also my CB handle for the last 35 years. It's all the truckers call me freight train or train or that kind of thing. But I think it's more evocative, really, the, the reasoning. But I can tell you, when I was 16 years old, I was all hopped up on phenobarbital and amphetamines and a bunch of 101 proof whiskey. And sadly, I thought I was being hired by the CSX Railroad. Down in, I was living on the streets in Savannah, Georgia. And I, I thought I was going to get hired to be a train engineer in my head. In your head. And, uh, Am I supposed I, to laugh? I'm not sure. a railroad freight train engine that was running and thought they were giving me a job. Thank God I didn't oh get the God. thing to move. And I got arrested and thrown in jail for like three months because of that. You're like... I, this is some welcoming first day on the job. This might be too much, <laughs> too much here. information here for this radio show. But hey, that's, that's a, we uh, we live on good stories, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. Your story is uh, that's a, I, I like it. Thank you for sharing that. This word to the wise, right? You will not get a job that quickly to <laughs> to, to 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 operate a, a, a freight train engine uh like that it just doesn't work out that way <laughs> yeah and they don't have bars typically <laughs> as doors uh, when you get hired you know, you know my biggest i'm doing is i and my biggest blessing i've got another song is that i hit the air horn on the thing a couple times and that's when the railroad police figured out what was going on right <laughs> <laughs> that's when you got the welcoming committee right from the yes exactly <laughs> um Fill this out. <laughs> Sign here. Take your photo. <laughs> uh, that's, so, Eddie, do you got a nickname? You got a cool nickname? I don't have one. I, I, get, I, I, call, him, I call him one. What Do you call it to his face? Stage, I call him Reverend Eddie. <laughs> Reverend Eddie. I like that. Do you Eddie's like that? A spiritual, he's a spiritual man. He's he's a deep thinker. You know, he, he he's a man of faith. I am, too. But, but you know, and so I occasionally, you know, Kind of like in the spirit of Marty Stewart, he always has nicknames for his beside. I do call him Reverend Eddie on Reverend I can see Eddie. That. So I'll describe Eddie a little bit. Tall, very, you look very, very tall, Eddie. Are you tall? Handsome devil. Handsome devil. Tall, they would say uh, back in the West, tall drink of cold water, exactly. something like that. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's got the big black hat. I, I, I like Reverend Eddie. That's I think the me. camera's falling. <laughs> Reverend Eddie. I could see like a wearing a pistol on his hip. Don't mess with Reverend you Eddie. Know it. Eddie, you know Eddie. And he actually is wearing a pistol on his hip. <laughs> you know me well. And a, and a, uh, a guitar that's on fire very uh very good names i like those um 
try it out, Eddie. Let me know if you want to want to be referred to as Reverend Eddie by the end of the show. Um, I, I love it. Let's go back to okay. So you're a, uh, Chris. You're a trucker by day, by yes, day sir. job. What do you do, yes, Eddie? Um, I'm getting the signal. We got three minutes, but what do you what do you you got a day job? You want? Oh uh, well, I used to work for Tennessee Farmers Co-op, okay. agricultural company. Uh, I did that for 26 years, uh, and I just recently, back first of July, uh, retired. Mm. So I am uh, working at home on my farm, and uh, I have a honeydew list now. Well, you guys have a career in music ahead of you if you uh, you hustle it out there, because and I want to help get the word the music out and the word out because you guys really are good together. This is a good band. This is a great well, band. Thank you. Um, thank you. So yeah, it's, if if you uh, if you want it, I think it's out there for you. It's it's um, we're gonna go to break here in just a second. But we're so grateful that you're helping us, man. Thank you so much. I'm honored. I mean, I feel like the lucky one. I get a chance to meet both of you and hear your story, and then also share the music. Um, that's we're the lucky ones here for sure. It's an honor for sure. Um, so does it do those jobs? How do they? How do they lend to the music? Do they at all? Or is, is it that, hey, I, I want to stop doing this or I love doing this and I'm sharing my life on the road. I'm sharing my life, you know, on a farm and and the, in the country that I love. I mean, how does that, your daily lives um, inspire the music that you write and that you create uh, together? Well, I, I don't know. Well, it's like the song Wild Ride. I was, I was leaving my house uh, going to another farm that my dad had through some back roads and there were wild roses and honeysuckle vines all down the fence row. And of course I, I, I just started kind of singing that to myself and, you know, I've been running the kicking these country back roads through the wild roses, honeysuckle and the wild rose. And, uh, I just kind of jotted it down and, and uh, wrote out a few more lines and a buddy of mine, Mike cool helped me finish the song, but uh, you know, just just taking that ride that day started that song so you never know where the inspiration's gonna come from i wasn't looking to write one but that day it just came to me mm. and if you haven't had the pleasure of a dirt country road and r driving for miles through fields and in the summertime and a pickup truck with some good good music uh you haven't lived i mean that's right. see i grew up on a farm and that's that's where i'm most at home was that in the country yeah. uh just doing my own thing well we're gonna t go out to break here with still in the bottle and i was thinking about one of the lines one of the lyrics uh, one of the song lines out of, of that and i wondered why is whiskey and white lines such a prominent theme in country music it it's revisited a lot is it is that just the way of the road and is that well, i don't know eddie wrote that song with a but i'll say this back i don't i don't do drugs or drink anymore i, I haven't done that in a long time thank god or i you know wouldn't even be here 
But uh, man, if you can snort some coke, you can drink the hell out of some whiskey, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll find yourself. I, I'm not promoting that kind of life. I'm that's terrible. But uh, to be honest with you, I think Eddie took a risk on that song, which I like because you don't hear talk about cocaine in country music. Not you know. the white lines. In fact, I almost left it out, but I thought I'd like the two together and I wasn't going to chop it up. But the whiskey, you know, the whiskey for sure, you hear a lot about whiskey. No know. pun intended. Going- two, two friends of mine uh, <laughs> were coming to the house one night to do a, a, a writing session. And uh, they walked in, sat down at the table, and we're sitting there. And, and uh, Frank Whitaker and Roxanna Whittington and I. Uh, I looked at both of them and they said, well, what are we going to do tonight? I said, I just want to write a sad country song tonight. I just, I just want to write a country gut punching song. And that's what we came up with. Mm. Uh, Red eye whiskey and white powder lines. And, and it's really an emotion that people that are abusing drugs and alcohol have. Like it's, it's like I really want to do something about this, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. Yeah, and I'll deal with that. Yeah, it, you know later, and then tomorrow, you know, it's, it starts all over again, right? Exactly. So it takes you through. It really does take you through from the moment this sounds like a good idea to, and I just want to have some fun, and then or kill some pain or whatever it happens to be, and then. It takes you through all the way to the next morning. I love it. So I want to let everybody listen to the, to it right here. We wanted, we wanted to be, to paint that picture, you know. Yeah, it does it really well. Still in the Bottle is the song by the Mighty Trainwrecks. Enjoy right now, and we'll catch you after the music. Slow drip in the sand The fan by the bed Keeps perfect time with my pounding head. There's gonna be hell to pay when morning kicks in. I swore I was done. If I only would For a couple drinks more It feels good tonight And I might regret it tomorrow But right now I'm sure What I'm looking for Is still in the bottle this is Sean Stemley. You can find me on all social medias at Sean Stemley, S-T-E-M-A-L-Y, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. We're the Mighty Train Wrecks, and we're promoting our second album, Wild Ride, coming out soon. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Yeah. Keep up, will ya? There is a lot going on here. Subscribe, and always be in the No Crowd. 
that's your pretty self Over here in my direction Something else. You've got my time and all my attention. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. The mighty train wrecks have uh, hit the station. Where they're they're here with us, Doctor D. Mighty train wrecks came right through the wall. Uh, with their music and their energy these guys are great i've got eddie paul and chris the freight train floyd in studio today well uh, they're they're in my ear and they're actually in nashville tennessee you can find them on youtube facebook instagram the mighty train wrecks their new single is heart and soul and it comes up here we're going to play it in its entirety for you in a moment I wanted to thank Mike Williams again for introducing me to the guys. And uh, we came back in with a little Lucy. I love the name Lucy in any, any song. I don't know. I was thinking that when I was listening. I'm like, it just it lends itself to a, a song title, I think, Lucy. Is there a little Lucy in your lives? Is there a story there? Eddie wrote that all by, yeah. by himself, I think. That was one I wrote. Uh, had a malty poo named Lucy. <laughs> so that's, that's not cool at all. So that's where Lucy that's came from. That's not cool at all. Uh, <laughs> nothing cool or fantastic about that story, but uh, I don't know. I, I just had this, I was sitting around one night playing that guitar riff, and uh, I don't know. Do you think, Lucy. let me ask you a question. You, you can tell me from, but we were, I think a month or two before we wrote that song, maybe, maybe longer, we were at some play of the five spot and it was a band there, a friend of ours, and they were covering Grateful Dead's Loose Lucy. Did that, did that, that, had, nothing, that? that had nothing to do okay, with it? Gotcha. I didn't have, I, that wasn't even on my radar. Okay, gotcha. But uh, that, that guitar riff and I, and it just, I don't know, hey, hey, little Lucy. It just, and it just kind of went from there. But uh, there's no, no glamorous story. It's just, uh, well, that's another thing with music. I hate. I'm so sorry to ask you to explain your song because I think it's in, in the listener's mind too, right? So you don't. I always. Um, you I, know, I try I to have any description. You know, a fantastic big story to go along with that. But there's a lost lover. You yeah. know, yeah. Yeah, like it can be. That's the great thing about it. It could be. It, it was for me. You know, I, I I've never dated a Lucy. I don't have a lost love, Lucy, but I imagine lucy is maybe one of my other <laughs> lost loves you know and it turns into this this thing that you attach to so i, I to me lucy is the dream girl you know what i mean and yeah, i love that song it's, to say. It, it's fun you know it's fun it's it's high energy um it, it's just been a fun song and I, I don't you know i think that that you know eddie writes we both write really deep introspective songs but there's nothing wrong with putting out something that's just fun, you know, like Louie Louie or, or something. This just, it just sounds just good. something that feels good. Yeah. You know? Which, uh, speaking of, you know, coming up here, the traveling troubadour is what I'm going to play, but the, that's a fun feel good song. Oh, Richard's giving me the hand signal again that I've got to take a break, but I don't, we, we got time. We got things to talk about Dr. D <laughs> these radio formats. They're so strict on us. Uh, I do want to ask you though, you know, it feels like to me, and this could be my own projection of 
when I listened to the music, I wanted to be in that. I, my dad had this old red Ford pickup truck, really old. I forget the model, but um, classic now. And I'd drive those down the dirt, you know, when I first got my driver's license and I'd go down the dirt roads up in uh, Idaho and, you know, I couldn't go out on the highways and I would just go through fields and, uh, you know, I don't know, through, through the countryside, listening to really great music like yours. And, um, and so I feel like the road, when I listen to this album, uh, the road was a prominent theme. And I don't know if that was my own, like, again, like a projection of just feeling that feeling young and feeling like free when you first got your driver's license and you're, and you're driving your, your parents' car, you know, through the country. Um, so is the road for both of you, is it a, is it a overall theme and what, like what good comes from the road that you guys bring to the band and being on the road? I mean, are there, how do you. Well, to be honest with you, we mostly, we mostly play around Nashville. I mean, we've gone to West Virginia one time and some other places it's you know it's tough to get the to be able to travel like that as a band there's a financial aspect that we we've got to be able to hit before we really but i you know i think that that eddie loves to drive his daddy was a race car driver or owned a race car team right right uh was part of a a, a dirt track team and and i've been a, you know i've got 2.5 million miles under my belt and i've hitchhiked around the country when i was a kid so i think there is something to, to you know it's funny that you say that i've never thought about it uh but definitely you know both of our music does have that aspect to it i think without really us trying to contrive it though i think it just if it's got a steering wheel on it i'll try to drive it you know <laughs> i'm not opposed to trying anything when it comes would you <laughs> would you would you be offended if anybody said you've got really great road music here road trip music oh i think it's uh, the best kind of music I, ever. that's you know that, road that trip makes me smile to hear you say that's that. a high compliment my, yeah, yeah like you know, no, that's all that's all we want to do is really put we want to put out stuff that that people love and people like and and, and stuff that makes people think and remember mm -hmm. and honest we, we our music is honest yeah. music it, it's you know we don't we're not trying to meet some kind of a music row uh deadline or or ethic about it has to have just these all these certain elements we just want to write how we feel i, I think i can speak for you guys and be honest about music and tell a story even if it's little lucy it's just a fun song we we don't and this could be our undoing in a way but we're not going to follow some kind of formula we, we want to be honest and just tell a good story and entertain people and 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 not only in the song, but we also believe in kind of a jam band ethos, you know, and 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 letting the musicians shine, you know, and not you know. So it's, it's all of that is wrapped up in yeah, it. My, my opinion of songwriting is there there are no rules when it comes to writing a song. Yes, you know, the song can be whatever you want to make it. Uh, of course, you want to do it in the right way and make it appealing, but you know, to say you have to have two verses and a bridge and a chorus or, or, you know, or, or go in a certain direction or write about a certain thing. I mean, there's people that would tell us, well, y'all need to be writing different kind of music. If you want to get to this spot, I don't agree with that. We're going to write what we like. We're going to write what we love to play and, you know, go down swinging. If it go don't down, work out, you go down in a flame, you know, if, I don't, if we don't go any further than we have today, I've had the most fun that I could have asked for. 
and, and I don't regret the way we've done it. I don't regret a thing about it, and uh, I'll die happy. Yeah. That's a happy life right there. That's a, you can say that when you can say that and, and you mean it, I can tell you mean it. Um, yeah, you've accomplished I, so many people look at like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And they don't sit back and say, Hey man, if I, I did it, I'm going to keep doing it. I hope I can keep doing it. I hope I can keep improving, but I, but right now I'm happy. That's, that's, uh, that's a pretty profound statement. I think uh, we're, we're not promised anything past today. Yeah. And I'm happy with myself today. I'm happy with where we are as a band today. We've trudged and went along and fought to get to where we are. And I persevered really yeah. is the right word. We've and been a that. wild ride, as you say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think that A and I both would like to go to another level. I think we'd be lying if we told you that we weren't. But I agree with Eddie. We just want to put out great music that 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 that's not something that panders to any style it's just good music and and we hope that that comes across and i think people are starving for good honest there's nothing look i got nothing against any top 40 country thing the, some of those songs are great they're all trying to make a living there's a lot of music you know i tend to like like eddie a little the older country kind of stuff you know uh, but 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 I want to write music that feels good to me, that is honest about what I, you know, what, 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 you know, I want to tell a story. Mm -hmm. and I think anyway, so, so. If I don't feel good about it, how can I sing it and make somebody else feel good about it? Mm -hmm. So you've got to, you have to make it good for you to start with. And uh, I think that's what we both do. And I think we both do a good job of it. You do, and here Thank they you, are. Awesome. <laughs> while they're while they're congratulating each other and and uh, bonding, we're going to take you to break right now. This is the mighty train wrecks. Uh, we're going to take you out with uh, the trap. Well, traveling troubadour. There's no no the there, but the traveling troubadour. The traveling troubadours. I'm going to throw an S on there because I've got both of them here. The traveling troubadours, Eric and Chris of the mighty train wrecks you can find them everywhere on social youtube facebook instagram on mighty train wrecks and the new single is coming up in the next break we're going to play it in its entirety it's called heart and soul we'll be right back Naked for everyone to see, and it all means nothing or everything down in New Orleans, down in New Orleans. He's a loose lip contradiction, stumbling through a barroom door. The gypsy woman moans the blues that's a barefoot on the floor, barefoot on the floor. He's just a traveling troubadour. Hello, 
Shane, my new single is She Said, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Roll a seven every time by advertising on The Jeremiah Show. And get your message out on seven shows. We're always on the radio. Heights subway stop. I spied a fella with a strange guitar. Man, he was high. He had a styrofoam cup filled with all kinds of bills. And when he sang, Topsy-turvy Sleeps with one eye Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. The mighty train wrecks are here. And man, they've they've barreled into my life. I love the music. The uh, like a freight train. We're gonna premiere Heart and Soul here in just a moment. We're listening to Topsy Turvy right now. It's a fun song. Um, I just wanted to kind of bring this up. One of the I'm like, wow, lyrics are amazing. But I love this um, psilocybin moon. The psilocybin moon. That's I just, one of my favorite lines I've ever written. Oh my God, that's good. I'm like, I've never heard that before, but I like it instantly brings to light uh, a lot of, you know, the imagery. I neither confirm or deny uh, <laughs> anything about that. You got any superstitious rituals before you perform, before you go on stage? Do you guys do anything like that, that you have a shirt you have to wear or a, a we, drink we you have to... So, we sometimes we thank, our, you know, the... the we, we we'll, thank we'll God. Say, we'll say a prayer. Sometimes we do that. I think we should do that more often, probably. <laughs> Sometimes in, in the chaos of getting set up, we, we, we don't, don't get it done a lot, but we try to say a prayer and, and give thanks before we start the show. Yeah. You got a, I bet you got a really great live show. What's it like? What, what would the audience see when they come to see you? It's high energy. It's, it's, uh, we, 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 we have amazing guitar player friends that can, you know, just torch the stage down. Uh, it's really high energy, uh, and it, 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 you know, and people can dance to it. We we really appeal to all ages. We found out, and really all really surprised. Yeah, mm-hmm. all demographics, um, and so it's it's high energy. It's it's a, some great harmony singing and lead singing, and um, we've got great musicians. You know, that play with us, great drummers and bass players and lead guitar players. So we, we're really blessed because. You know, it, it to have those people help us. It, you know, they believe in us, yeah. And then, and 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 they could be playing with all kinds of other people. So, you're in for 
you're going to be entertained when you see us. Yeah. Well, hey, we're going to take, uh, I've been teasing this all all hour, and guys, it's uh, you got to come back for sure uh, again and that. again and bring us your music um, and let us know, you know, if you make it out here on tour so we can help you promote that. We're going to take you um, to break now with Heart and Soul. It's the Mighty Trainwrecks. Any, I'm going to turn over last words to you. Anybody you'd like to thank or any any final words? Your so do we thank our long-suffering wives again? We, we like to thank our wives, for sure, for putting up with us, uh, you know, supporting us through all this. The Mighty uh, Trainwrecks Auxiliary. Dr. D, they're not, only, they're not only great musicians, they're smart, too. That's right. <laughs> and they're having fun riding the rail. <laughs> We'd also like to thank Andy Peake and uh, Daniel Dennis at Dennis yes. Productions for the, the work he did on the mixing and, and uh, all the great studio musicians yeah. there's too many to name a lot of folks out there that we we would not be doing this if it weren't for them and uh, we just mm. want to say thank you. well keep doing it please here it here it is uh without any further teasing i'm going to give you eddie paul and chris free train floyd's mighty train wrecks here's their new single heart and soul enjoy it but don't forget to go to their uh, socials and uh download the music um, follow them and uh, support them. You guys got a long career. I hope ahead of you in the music industry. Eddie Paul, Chris Freight Train, Floyd, Mighty Train Rex, Heart and Soul. Communicate, but listen more and evolve. Everybody have a great day.
this comedian, Maz Jobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, your love, Holmes. You're so cool. You're so cool. You're so cool. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.